Hi, and welcome to the Law of Positivism podcast. I'm your host, Shireen, and I'm the creator of Law of Positivism. I'm here to help you on your spiritual and healing journey. I am a certified yoga and meditation teacher, a student of Chinese medicine, a doula, a Reiki practitioner, and a passionate, highly sensitive person. I want to use my knowledge to channel information and messages for you to grow on all levels. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. Happy New Year to all of you. I'm really wishing you a beautiful, loving and just abundant year. I'm really excited about this year. I feel like this is a year of really integration and growing. Uh, we had a lot of lessons th- during 2019 and I think these have been the foundation for us to grow and evolve as beings for 2020. So I'm just so excited that you're here and I'm so grateful for all of you who have left reviews on iTunes. It really warms my heart and I'm really appreciating that you take your time to do that. And I wanted to read one of the reviews that was actually uh, for the episode around trauma with Layla. So the review says, thank you so much for the episode with Layla about trauma. It helped me a lot and Layla was such a wise and down-to-earth person to listen to. Thank you so much for your your review. It really helps uh, others to find the podcast. So I'm so grateful. Thank you. And I'm excited about this week's episode with Alia Sobel. She is a yoga teacher and also the creator of the Two Word Story blog and Instagram. Uh, She's a mindset interrupter and a mindset blogger. And her passion is to spread empowering messages and yoga to all of you out there. So this is a really great episode. I'm so excited that we talked about the yoga philosophy and also the eightfolded path, the Ashtanga that I have written about of yoga. So it's the philosophy behind yoga and also why we practice what we practice. Uh, We also tap into the power of journaling and I'm so grateful for this talk and I, I just want to spread a little bit more deeper knowledge about yoga because we know about a lot about the physical parts of yoga but also we need to know that yoga is a way of life and a way of living and I think these paths can help us on our spiritual journey so I'm really excited Thank you so much for listening. And if you love the episode, please leave an iTunes review and I will do an Oracle card reading for you. Enjoy. Hi, Alia. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So excited to have you here. Me too. Thank you so much. It's so nice to talk with you. I'm so excited. And as usual, I always start by asking how you stay mindful and present? So I love that question. Um, it's, it's funny. I, I honestly thinking about it, I would answer it so differently two years ago. Don't you feel like it's a forever changing, Mm. growing, you know, task to, to be better for yourself. So, but right Mm. now I would say my number one way to be mindful and present is truly yoga. Mm. It's just, 
the meditation of it and um, being a mom, you know, my kids are 10 and seven. Mm -hmm. And so finding that meditation time to really sit and be quiet is difficult. So carving out that hour of, you know, meditating on my mat has just been so helpful to keeping me creating space, keeping me present and mindful. And I, I love it, which Mm. is why I became an instructor. (laughs) Yeah, that's so exciting. Mm -hmm. And, and I actually want you to uh, tell the listeners more about yourself and how you uh, got into yoga just to start the conversation. Yeah, of course. I am 38 years old. I live in the U.S. in Philadelphia. Um, And I was, you know, about 23 when I started, you know, doing Pilates and yoga and always very active. But it wasn't until I've been a mom for 10 years, I would say yoga stepped in in a big way five years ago, uh, really trying to pull myself out of just postpartum and, and depression and anxiety. And I, I found this deep connection to it. Mm-hmm. And so through my practice of continually doing it, I thought, oh my gosh, I, I feel like a different person truly for the better, of course. And I wanted to get certified to be able to teach yoga. So I just finished up my 200-hour training. Mm, congratulations. And yes, thank <laughs> you. It was so, such a beautiful, beautiful mm. experience. Yeah. I mean, when you go into something so deeply, like a yoga teacher training, you become, it's like a, it's a big evolution in your practice, but also understanding yoga in a different way as well, to be able I to agree. teach it. And it can be intense as well. Which which style of yoga did you uh, train in? So it was vinyasa and mm-hmm. um, you know half half a yoga. And yeah. my teacher specifically calls her training the Svadhyaya teacher mm. training, which I loved. Uh, yeah, so she was very a beautiful human. I am so grateful to have met her and be able to train under her. So mm. we, we learned so much and I agree with you. I, I had personally no idea the, the root of all of it and the mm. beauty behind the meaning of when it's mo- more than a physical practice, you know, it's so deep. Mm. So, yeah. And we're going to talk more about yoga and the yo- yoga ph- philosophy, which is very important. I think uh, many out there see yoga and see the physical part, but there's so many layers of yoga uh, and what yoga is and so many different paths as well. And what we see is the physical practice and the asana, but it, there's so much more. But I also want to uh, say that we connected, you and me connected through Instagram and your work on your two word stories that you created. And I think it would be interesting to know like, where all of that came from and, and your background, what you've been doing for the past couple of years with this initiative. Oh, yes. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> thank you for mentioning that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's such a, oh my gosh, it's such a, you know, special place in my heart uh, that I started sharing the practice of two word story. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so thankful that we met through. And honestly, I think it was through hashtags. 
Don't you just love that? Yeah. I was, I was trying to figure out how we really, and I'm grateful to be following you because I have to say for all the content and beautiful things that you share, there's something about whenever I see you pop up, your posts are so beautiful. It makes me feel like released. Like it's just, it's such a beautiful you have a beautiful mind, but truly, it's so Thank lovely. Thank you. Of course, of <laughs> course. Um, but two-word story really was something I was doing for myself um, through journaling. So as I mentioned before, there was uh, I had really bad postpartum depression mm-hmm. and didn't know who I was for mm-hmm. years, which is, you know, it's really... And it's, it's hard to admit that you have the depression and mm-hmm. if you have to, you know, s- jump into therapy and possibly get on medications. Mm-hmm. I feel like in our society nowadays, there's just so much of this, but yet we're all kind of hiding behind it because we're ashamed. Mm-hmm. At least I know I was. I was mm-hmm. like, why am I in this situation? You know, I I just couldn't understand it. So through... Um, a great deal of therapy and uh, yoga and journaling. It was journaling that really brought me to two-word story. Um, the practice of journaling, and this is kind of a long story short, but the practice mm. of journaling is very time-consuming. Mm. And by time-consuming, I-, I think people have a hard time making it a consistent practice because of that, but it clears your mind and it clears your heart And it's such a beautiful, easy way to just really create space for yourself from your day Mm -hmm. and any major things that are going on in your life. It's just opening that journal and starting to write exactly how you're feeling. It's such a, it's such a release. So I'm a big fan of journaling, but what I ended up doing after a 30 minute I was sitting and writing was I wanted to title the journal entry with Mm -hmm. two words. And I don't, I just, it just came to me and I, the first two words ever were keep going. Mm -hmm. And so then for myself, I started using that as a mantra the next day. And I, there was something about the two words that was really working for me. It was, it was more than, you know, a three word or a five word. It was just, and I selected these for myself based on what was going on at that moment in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I started just creating these two words, because what I found is that in week to week, you have different things that are popping up that are causing you maybe stress or anxiety, or it could be something on the smaller side. Uh, You know, you're questioning your consistency on getting into the gym and you're feeling down on yourself. It could be something major. You got tragic news about something that happened in your family, but what, what two word story does for me and what I'm trying to share for everyone else is to take a moment to ask yourself, well, what is my two word story right now? Because it kind of creates a journaling effect in your mind because it makes you think for a second and get reflective. Mm. And sometimes you can just think of these two words really quick and they just pop right in. Um, And, you know, other times it does take some time to think, but the outcome is wonderful because you have this title to the story that you're living. It's a mantra that you repeat in your mind to keep you, to pull you out because a mindset reset for all of us, I feel is so important. Um, I've needed it for myself. I still do. I'll, I'll need a mindset reset all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very passionate person. So having something to kind of change that channel in your brain quickly, mm-hmm. if you don't have time to sink into meditative practices, you know, it's, it's, it's really just, it's a tool. It's a mindset tool for, for your, for your mind and your heart. So through doing it for myself, I decided to share it on social media to see if it could help others. And I wanted to share it through workshops and events, which we've done that in Philadelphia. And it's been absolutely so inspiring and incredible. And it's a community that's coming together and all for the sake of having a healthy mindset, because I'm just so passionate about having to self-salvage myself and, mm-hmm. and I want to help other people say, you know, it's okay that you're going through this, but we are in this together and we can do it two words at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so really it's just, it's a mindset movement. It's a, it's a lot of things. I just find that asking someone their two word story is so beautiful. And Shireen, I know you had a beautiful two word story. And I, I sometimes even grab a hold of that, those two words. I don't know if you remember what it was. I don't remember the words, but I, it, whenever you ask me, it's all, always something that comes intuitively, like right then that I think is important. I don't remember. Was it just be or something like that? It was, I am. Oh yeah. The I mm-hmm. am. That is a powerful mantra. It is like it. everything. You, you, it doesn't need any, anything else but those two words. It's powerful. It is. It mm. is. It is really powerful. I don't, yeah. So thank you for asking. And mm. um, it's, it, it ties in with the yoga beautifully too because mm. uh, I find that I'll mantra my two words. Like right now my winter season mm. two-word story is just love. Mm. And it's something that I need personally in my life for a few different reasons. Mm. And so through my yoga practice, I might be having a bit of a stressful day and I just kind of breathe with the mantra, inhaling and exhaling, just love. Mm. So it's, it's definitely, there's something with the two words, especially. Mm. Yeah. So that's that. (laughs) That's beautiful. I think it's so amazing how uh, you've created something like it's usually so important to uh, take uh, like a a hard experience that you had and it's real and it's yeah like you said a lot of women going through it many women not knowing what it is and uh, creating something so positive from it and wanting to help other people it's when we go through these difficult things that we find tools that work for us and then we can feel the urge to share it. And it's so beautiful that you've done that and to raise the vibration in the world and to help other people. I think it's really important. That's what the world needs. Thank you. So it's beautiful. And you're on this path now. I mean, as a teacher, I think that we meet a lot of people in class and we can meet one person just one time. But I think that we can, like, all people have an impact on us and we have an impact on them. And I think when we just plant a small seed, it can grow. So how, how, when, how did you just feel that uh, purpose to 
do your training and what is your how do you think you will grow into that it with the training and yoga yoga exactly Mm -hmm. so i it's it's what you just stated about that finding that something that really changed you as a changed your soul and 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 brought so much light to your life that Mm -hmm. you want to turn around and share that light Mm -hmm. with other people and I truly think yoga spoke to me the way it did because I am meant to help others. I, I have such a passion for it. I, I'm a lover of love. Like I just Mm. want everyone to be happy. And I know Mm. that's, you know, I I don't know if I want to say cliche, but like really genuinely, truly happy, you know? Mm. Um, so through yoga, like you said, we could step into a class and and meet 30 people and they're walking out of that space, a a changed mindset really at the end of the class from when they walked in. And I love that to see that transformation. Um, Mm. So I do believe that I am learning every single day. We all are, but I do believe that the philosophy from yoga, the word should be spread more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, you know, there's so many different styles of yoga, but I just would love to be a voice of the beauty that, the beauty of it, you know, Mm -hmm. like you said, the physical practice and the asana, like the, the meditative side of it. Mm -hmm. So Um, I think that's, it's interesting to bring up the the philosophy and the different, I mean, we have different, the eight limbs of yoga is, is uh, one of the things that we learn early in our teacher training. And I would love to go into those different paths or it's like a, it's almost like a, a levels or one could say it's like taking a, uh, steps up for each uh, thing. We have to start with the basics. So uh, the first two ones are the yamas and niyamas. And maybe you can, you have just done your teacher training and uh, this is something that you dive, probably dived into. Uh, if you can talk a little bit about this, I've posted about it and just talk about uh, where they came from and why. Well, it's, it's definitely, I noticed you were posting each limb mm. actually. Um, and it's, it's still very fresh for me, but I know the, mm. the first of the eight limbs is kind of like, well, I guess it's restraint, if you will, or like, mm. or life, mm. uh, is how I, and, and feel free to jump in here and explain even mm. further, but, um, so there's nonviolence, truthfulness. Uh, it, I have my, my little handy, um, my book here that mm. the yoga sutras, which do you, do you have that one that I shared with you? Not that particular one. I think yeah. I have one or two, uh, which are the, um, the translated yoga sutras uh, yeah. at home from Patanjali. Yeah. There's, there's many different ones. 
Yeah. 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 So, um, but like thinking about the concept of life, like the first yama, mm. that first limb. Um, so nonviolence, truthfulness, integrity, chastity, and non-attachment. So mm. one thing too, when we were diving into this, I guess because it is very deep mm. and you have to be in the right mind frame, mindset to be absorbing this. Don't you agree? Because mm, we could be sharing this with someone who's listening and they're like, okay, well, what about that? How does that apply to me? Right. Mm, mm. And it's like, how do we share the message in a way that's very understanding that even my children could understand it? And that's what mm. I'm trying to work on. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think that's important because there's so much beauty. I like depth. But mm. just to give an example, my husband is like, you are just far too deep for me. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? <laughs> but then if I, break some, if I break something like the eight limbs of yoga down mm. in a, a bit of an easier way, then mm. it's, it's, it's people, more people can grab a hold of it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <gasps> Would you, do you have a favorite limb? So I, I think that... The first, I would say, uh, of course, the meditation is very important, but many yes. people that you encounter have a very hard time with meditation. And then we have to go back. So many of us, we want to do everything fast and we want to like jump into like, okay, now I want to reach like the highest level of achievement, like uh, awakening. But we don't see that in yoga, the physical practice and everything else we do is just uh, us preparing for meditation. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of like foundational work that we have to do. We can, we can do asanas every day and we can uh, do certain things, but, but it's, it's going to be hard to be so cleared in your mind without the other steps that we do. And it starts with everything that we can do within and without so like with the with the first step we can say that the eight limbs are just guides uh, and routines that we can use because it can be hard to know where to start like how do i start living more uh, happy abundant more uh, clear of negative thinking like all of these things and the limbs are there to help us. So you can have like, it's not a must. You don't have to do right. anything, any of this, but it's, it's a good way to start like observing yourself, observing your life. So with the yamas, like I can see that being like your, your morals and ethics, like what, what, how do you think when we talk about ahimsa, which is a very important part of the yamas, like how do I practice nonviolence? And that's nonviolence towards me it's towards others, but also in my mind. How do I think about my life, other people? How do I, how do I handle and, and how do I take care of the earth, the animals? All of this is part of that. So we become conscious. And then with the truthfulness, of course, it's about being true to yourself, living your truth, being truthful to all other people. The non-stealing, the asteia is, is about like not 
it, it doesn't have to be physical. All of us know that, okay, of course we shouldn't steal, but it, how do you, how do you manage your energy and other people's energy? For example, you can, you can be taking energy and that's not good in a karmic way. Uh, and just uh, having that, um, non-attachment as well with the yamas so i think the yamas are very important how we think and how we how we behave and all of these things everything affects everyone and ourselves and with the niyamas it's very like okay how do you handle your body we have to think about that meditation is hard if you're giving your body things toxic things so we we go into like how you eat how you clean your body how you detoxify so you give your body your mind your soul your heart your brain the best foundation to go into meditation we're always like that's the goal and the meditation right. to reach a higher level of consciousness and then we get into the asana, but I think many people start by seeing asanas. And just to explain to the listener, asana is the physical practice that we see, downward facing dog. We do all the, the tree pose, like all of these different poses that affect our entire body, our energy systems, all the layers of our body. And it's important to um, know that all of Everything you do, how you move your body affects your your glands, your hormones, and these like we work with the chakra system, but that's also levels, right? You can it's hard you have to have a balance between your lower levels and your higher levels. So you can you can be very spiritually open, but you have to learn to ground and to be in this physical body as well. The body is very important. Right. Yeah, and right. then yeah, and, and, and in our physical in our yoga classes we have asanas, we do pranayama. I I, I always say that I, I can't be in a class if we don't practice breathing because breathing right. is is such an import, important part of asana. And I like to always start with any type of pranayama practice before even starting to move. I agree. Uh, well I was yeah. I was gonna mention that I think yeah. that those limbs, you know the postures being the third and the fourth being the breathing, like mm. you said, the pranayama, they help. If you do those first, like you said, in the beginning of class, they help mm. people tap into the first two limbs. I feel like, because yeah. through the breathing and the posture, you then are able to sink into those questions that you ask about, mm. you know, am I being truthful? Am I showing up with integrity? Am, mm. You know, so Definitely. yeah, I love that. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, no, I just I I got excited about this because I think That's it's so good. It, it's good for us to 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 talk about it because uh, in a yoga class for sixty minutes or ninety minutes, for example, it's hard to uh, go deep unless it's like a deeper class. And I think many out there and many listeners have practiced yoga, are practicing yoga, but this is a practice and a teaching and a philosophy that you can learn. You don't have to become a teacher to learn this. You can read right. and understand and practice with yourself. There's so, I mean, with the, uh, like pranayama can be, pranayama expansion of breath, like you, prana is the life force energy. And just now that I'm uh, studying more uh, medicine and the physical aspects of health, 
I see how important breathing is. It's important mm -hmm. for the pH levels in your body. Mm -hmm. It's important for your thyroid. It's important for everything. And most of us don't even know we're breathing. It's like we just <laughs> think it's, it's an automatic thing. And it is automatic. But when you breathe consciously, you start... Uh, you, you become, first of all, it's a great meditation practice to focus on your breathing, mm -hmm. uh, to, to still your mind and, and just see how you're breathing and deepening your breath. And, and with that, you can then go into, well, the fifth one is, is the Pratyahara, which is also withdrawing yourself from everything external and going within and also withdrawing from I mean, we, we all have, have had some type of habit or we can be addicted to a coffee or like we, we attach ourselves to things outside of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Pratyahara is to withdraw. It's very important to then go to the next step with dara, Dharana, which is the, um, yeah, the co concentration and focus, which I wrote Meditation. about. Yeah, exactly. Dian, when you have that focus, you can then go into Diana and the, uh, the meditation part, which then for you will be reaching a higher level, a, a different state of consciousness. So all of these build, and I think every, all of them are important, but I think for myself, uh, I started with meditation and mm -hmm. then I went on to asana to, and I think that was very an important thing for me to do because then I became, I I was almost during a time in my life I was meditating a lot and I I had these kundalini awakenings but my bo physical body wasn't uh, prepared for it or even mm -hmm. ready for it so it was a very strange. Um, uh, experience but when I then started doing the physical yoga then other stuff started releasing and I started to connect with my body love my body all of these things so the physical and the still the dynamic and the stillness is very very important to do like both of them they, they complete each other I, I couldn't agree more. It's, and it's interesting. That's why I like to ask. I like, I love how you explain that there is these eight limbs and they are in order and mm. that the goal is to achieve in the order to, to get to that eighth limb, which is the settled mind. Mm. Uh, I'm still learning all the Sanskrit mm. <laughs> and how to say everything. But, mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's interesting how for you, you said you started with limb seven, which was meditation mm. and then the postures, which allowed you to sink in more spiritually mm. to, to think about like the laws of life and the rules of living for yourself and how you, um, you know, how do you feel, how do you wake up every day and feel happy with who you are and your soul? Mm. Um, and I know looking at the limbs, I, for me, it was definitely posture was first mm. and then meditation and then learning the breathing. I mm. just found a, a huge appreciation that, like you were describing about the breath. People mm. don't realize in yoga, especially, I mean, any workout, you should be breathing through your workouts, right? 
Mm. But in your yoga practice, that that spotlight on your inhale, a deep inhale, and releasing the exhale is so good, like you said, for your body and everything, everything, it, your muscles, your joints. Um, mm. it's, it's, it's literally breathing life into your body and bringing blood flow to areas that need it. Right. I, it's, mm. it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful practice. I always say yoga is such a gift and people mm. that I share that with who don't do any yoga, they're like, I just don't understand it. And I'm like, well, let's, let's take a class together and mm. I'll fill you in on some good nuggets that, you know, I learned and I think would be helpful. It's, I'm so glad that you're sharing this because I also feel like the way you share this information is very, you know, it's, it's, it's understandable. Uh, Mm. people can connect to it, which is Mm. what you want. It's, it's good. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's so much knowledge out there and so much wisdom and it, it can be hard to know where to, to start and it can be uh, overwhelming there's so much so we all have our own path into things and uh, I think we need to have some um, I think we all have been guided in different ways I have had many guides and teachers and and what I do can help a specific group of people and then they can have like it's it's like um a domino effect and a and a uh, just a wave and i think it's important also to see that um i don't i don't think that everyone that practices yoga has to or will have a, a spiritual uh, uh, journey with it because for many people also just just being because we all are on different paths so many people just use yoga also to calm down and I mean with the breathing breathing practices I, as a doula I know that breathing is so important for uh, the woman when she gives birth for example so it can be a, f- a really physical tool as well like how do you use the breath do you do you just need to calm down or you need to uh you can you can it's like um focusing and directing your energy into different areas of your body and into different areas of your life it's these everything we're talking about are tools and you can find your own tools for some people meditation is just being out in in nature or just yeah just being quiet and um but i think that many of us when we start there can be a lot of it can be hard for people to meditate and do yoga because it forces you to stop the distractions you can't be in yoga class and think about a million other things because you will lose balance you won't get the benefit uh, the um, benefits of of the practice but you will still do a physical practice but if you have patience with it and find your own style it it doesn't mean that you have to be super strong or super flexible it can be something very easy and simple that you practice for an hour or two 
or you can just start by 15 minutes, it will release something in you. And I want you to maybe talk about any of the spiritual experiences you've had so far, maybe not directly in in the yoga practice, but uh, anything you want to share? Sure. Um, so I, I, I'll say the discovery of my connection, my personal connection to spirituality, I found it through yoga and journaling for myself. Mm. Now, I like how you share it because everybody has a different connection to mm. finding that release spiritually. Because I feel like too, what we're that connecting spiritually, and that can be a tricky subject because I do have to share. I, I have a friend of mine that shared with me and I love her dearly. She said, you know, the, the practice of yoga is, uh, or not the practice of yoga, but rather the philosophy, the quote unquote religion that you mm. speak of that where it was, you know, generated from is against her religion. Cause that mm. kind of ties in too for people like spirituality mm. is, is for yourself and you find it in different ways. Yoga is a way to open your soul and just feel a release. I, I, I can't say that enough. I find that release just constantly comes to mind. Mm. Uh, but when you, for, for me personally, I, I definitely had great instructors guiding me in my class to bring that appreciation of the breath and the meditation and explaining what the chakras were. And mm. uh, I've even taken classes, uh, an hour vinyasa flow where we chanted for ourselves. So we used it as a mantra. Uh, so hum, mm. which that links to remind me which chakra that is because i'm it's not coming to my mind so hum is that mm -hmm. third eye chakra i i want to say that it is um mm. and i have all of my notes uh that i could look up but mm. so i am um, yeah that is i am right so it is, I am, and yeah. it's linked to, which that's so beautiful that, and I, I, I didn't plan that. And here your two word story was, I, is mm. when you shared it with me a while ago, it was, I am, but, mm. uh, just bringing that in that one hour practice, bringing that mantra and even the music that was played was so meditative you mm. almost have a hard time not connecting to it, if that makes sense. So mm. having really great instruction, I think, has helped me on my spiritual path. Um, mm. Following leaders such as yourself have been mm. so helpful and really taking time to sit down and read the message and mm. what what is being shared here and how can I apply it to myself because I'm feeling this way right now and I want to find release mm. because when you yourself, I know for, for myself, when I'm feeling calm and at mm -hmm. peace, I'm a better, I'm have more self-love. I'm a better wife, a better mother, friend. It's like you are the center. You have to, you have to find those practice, spiritual practices. And it could mean going to church every week mm. on top of taking a walk in nature on top of taking a one hour yoga class, you know, every, every week, 
you know, two mm -hmm. days a week. So that for me has been, it was yoga and journaling and it really opened me up. And I just, like anything, when you start feeling amazing and you're finding this grounded happiness, you want more of it. Mm -hmm. So the importance of taking time to understand who you are in your current moment of your life and why you're feeling the way you're feeling and how to implement change to better it if you need to if it needs to be then definitely we're we're share, we're sharing this information to say go for it right like mm. uh try try new things try a meditation workshop you know um mm. go on a retreat uh yeah. simply find a great studio in your area and take a hot yoga class if you've never taken a hot you know, um, mm. don't, I just, I think it's so, uh, it's such a release and the, the spiritual aspect, the spiritual growth happens when you're doing these things for yourself. Right. Mm. Uh, that's my own personal experience. I, I, what I was not where I'm at now three years ago. Mm. Uh, so I'm so thankful to, to be where I'm at now. Right. Mm -hmm. And still with lots of growth ahead of me for sure. But yeah. does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, of course. And I think it's important to also say that um, we don't have to uh, have a specific faith or belief to practice yoga because um, many of the big gurus uh, actually shared yoga to the west as just for, first of all when 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 seeing the links between all different religions we know everything is one because everything mm -hmm. comes from one source and uh, it doesn't go against your own religion if it's not very like uh, i don't know they, they, of course there are religions which are very strict and also see yoga as a part of hinduism of course it it's it came from that culture and men, men that belief but it's it's not uh, only root it's not created for a specific religion so many of the big uh, gurus uh, that came to the us uh, they they actually um saw that all religions have uh, every, there's no right or wrong and right. here, here in Sweden, uh, we religion is not strong here. So uh, many people don't have a specific faith, but uh, people are starting to open up their spirituality. So now even we have yoga in churches here in Sweden because wow. the the priests are very open here, uh, and uh, don't it's not a competition or something that contradicts. Christianity, for example, uh, I mean, it's it's just a complement of you can practice it because if even if you are in church and you're in stillness, that's a type of meditation, and right. and everything um, everything has grown out of one source. So we just have named it different things, and we maybe um, in India yeah it it became apparent that the physical body is very important and how you eat and how you exercise so that became a part of something but i mean in yoga 
we have yeah we have the traditional like raja yoga the the royal yoga the physical yoga and all of this but we have also bhakti yoga the devotional yoga which is yoga by singing and and like Hare Krishna it's like the the right. singing of it and you have karma yoga people who dedicate their lives to be in service to other people so there's so many different things and yoga has grown and spread for a reason and I think that we uh, we have to be open-minded and to if we want to um do something physical with our body and and to reach a higher uh, a higher level in ourselves we have to be open to all so i i i love going if i if i'm traveling i go to temples now i was just in south of france i i i i did a small pilgrimage in in mary magdalene's footsteps it wow. doesn't mean that I'm when I go to Sri Lanka, or, uh, I am I'm going to Buddhist temples. It doesn't mean that I I'm only a Buddhist. Or I go to India right. and I go to the Hindu temples. I'm I'm Hindu and I go to the churches here in Sweden. It doesn't mean I'm I'm bound to that religion. I I, I am open uh, to all ascended masters. I don't I don't label it like that. So I think that's one of my teachings that we have to be open if we're open. guided to it if one specific line tradition or religion speaks to us of course that's that's our path then but it's also now we i think many people are not like in sweden where it's been very sec secular <laughs> secular <laughs> or mm -hmm. you say it's not people are not in church and and it's a protestant country but it's uh I wouldn't say so many people practice the religion, but people are open to spirituality because this is something that's happening in the collective. So when we find that something is very easy to access, like yoga has become so easy. Like in my classes, mm -hmm. I have uh, women and men of all uh, of all ages and different backgrounds, and we come together as one. So there's no... Right there's no separation or segregation or in, in sister circles, goddess circles, also different backgrounds. And I think that's the most important thing that we connect and not create more, um, more segregation and, and, uh, separation. I, I love what you just shared that it's so beautiful and so, so true. Mm. Uh, it's so, it's the, you kept saying the word open and that's all that openness and mm. creating openness in your mind and your heart for, for things that are different. It's experiences. It's not necessarily like you shared. Um, you are not, you know, switching over, becoming that certain, you know, way mm. of life or, or thinking that someone else is sharing with you. So it's mm. just be open. That's, yeah. that's, that's the beautiful message there. I love that. Yeah. And also to, to see that you have a strong power and force within you. So you, you can create the life you want and you can, um, you can walk the path that you want as well. And I think 
if you are craving for something, if you are here to devote yourself either to yourself or to something else, you will walk that path. And it's not maybe easy to know from the beginning, but you just have to have trust and faith in the universe and, and that, mm-hmm. that you, you are here for a purpose and you need to just, um, just have that belief and, and releasing fears. I think all in the end, all religions and, and they, they came from that source. It's about you like living your best life and to uh, create more love and, and compassion and, that that's what the world needs right now especially so when we mm-hmm. for example even if we just go to one yoga class and we can dedicate our practice to the earth or to uh, people who are suffering it it, it doesn't that that little intention it's energy. yeah mm-hmm. it's energy it's mm-hmm. an intention so i think in class it's important to know uh, that that whatever you the energy that you create during your class, you can direct it towards yourself to healing or to other people's healing. Uh, just being conscious that everything that we do and think does create a change uh, around us. Mm. It's so amazing that we got to have this conversation and I would actually want you to share what what your plans are for the future and what you're working on right now. Oh, great. Yes, I'm so thankful. Thank you for having me on. Mm. Uh, it's always so lovely chatting with you. You have such a beautiful heart. I love, I love to hear uh, how, you know, just the way you share things. And I hope one day I can get up to Sweden and, or we meet mm. through travels. That would be we so will. lovely. I know we <laughs> will. I, that's definitely happening. I'm, mm. I'm putting that energy in the universe. Um, yeah. So I am on a journey to really continue to grow for my own internal soul and self. And I want to shine the light out into the world and bring two words story and the energy of it to as many people that want to try it and grab a hold of it and and see if it could be helpful uh Mm -hmm. so the big picture is finding a, a balance in life and through the through my own personal journey being you know a mother i have two beautiful little human beings that i am they're my number one as far as guiding and trying to teach ways of living in society nowadays. Mm. Um, and then sharing two words story has been such a gift and I want to share it through yoga. I would love to share it in events, workshops, partnering with people who want to bring mindset positivity throughout the world. Mm. And it's, it's not easy. And I feel like the word positive and positivity can be kind of like glazed over, like, oh, it's said so much, Mm. but really thinking about it from, you know, how do you change your mindset? Like, how does one person change their mindset? So 
I think with two word story, I, I am in the process of almost finish and putting to print a journal for 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was on schedule to come in January, but then some, you know, time issues popped in. And this journal is really a reminder that, cause I'm so passionate about the journaling. So in these mm -hmm. workshops, we really dive in with how to come up with your toured story. Um, and under the toured story umbrella, there are practices that I share, for example, making a gratitude magnitude list. And what, what exactly is that? And uh, there's a new practice I came up with called Take Five. And mm. so in these workshops, I love to share these tools. I really just want to present the world and whoever would like to, to hear or possibly try it out, tools to help feel balance and feel that they can really love themselves, you know, from within. Mm. Um, and so the journal and I do have a dream to open a studio. Um, I think it would be fabulous to have a wellness center, if you will. Mm. Uh, that, that would be a beautiful space for, we have crystals and candles and maybe even wine. I do love wine, mm. <laughs> you know? So, um, so there's, there's all these, uh, dreams and visions that hopefully will unfold and the universe provides what we're supposed to be doing, whether it's what, you know, we may think we need something in our life and the universe will say, no, not right now. Right. Mm. So having the patience, uh, to, just day by day, share this, this business of mindset and, and making it a movement. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I really would, you know, I, if anyone listening is thinking about their two word story and has one, by all means, I would, I love to share them and know what they are and the reason why you chose those two words and reach out. I am here. I am loving mm. all of, there's been thousands and thousands of beautiful two word stories. So, um, mm. it's, it's really a big community of all of us trying to do one thing. And like you said, be open and find more love and compassion and kindness for the world around us. Mm. And that's, it's a big, it's a big thing if we can all focus on that. Right. Mm, definitely so Just important mm -hmm. yeah I love your mission and I really uh, see that everything happening for you and, and I would love to visit your studio then one day in the future yes. so exciting and and I will share your links in the uh, episode notes show notes and uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you they can find your information there and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me and I'm just wishing you so much love for 2020 Aww. I hope it, it's the best year ever for you yes thank you me too I really am wishing everyone lots of light and love and thank you for mm. having me this was so beautiful it was such a beautiful chat about really just this yoga, the love of yoga and the gift that it is. I, I really, it was such a great, mm. a great chat. So I can't wait to listen to it again and share it and just yeah. keep sharing the message. Yeah. So thank you to everyone listening as yeah. well. 
Yes, thank you and namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm really grateful that you're here and I hope that this talk can help you get into the deeper aspects of yoga and that you can use these paths or these eight limbs for your own personal development, your soul's evolution and just to live a more mindful and present life. So thank you so much for listening. Let's take a deep breath in through the nose together and exhale through the mouth. Namaste.